הרי מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו, כל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש שמשר בארץ המה. ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובן מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחל מפייג בן שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו על כל ישראל אמן. So we start with Torah 240 today, Reshman. We're going to do two lessons, 240 and 241. All the influxes, all the things, the good things that come down to this world, they come only from the true tzaddik. And therefore, therefore, when you're attached and you're, you bind yourself to this true tzaddik, and when you're close to him, you're able to accept with ease, to receive with ease whatever you need. Whether it's wealth or whether it's children. But when you're far from the tzaddik, then it comes with very great difficulty. Because each and every person receives his wealth or his children, or wealth or children, according to his constellation, his mazal. But the mazal actually receives the shefa from the tzaddik. Where does the mazal get its, all its strength? From the tzaddik. Because from the tzaddik himself comes all the influxes that come down. Therefore, when you are far from the tzaddik, what happened is this mazal, your mazal, your constellation has to make a great effort for this person. Or this constellation has to make a great effort in order to be able to receive this influx that it needs from the tzaddik. Because all the shefa which the mazal has comes from the tzaddik. And the reason why I have to make such a great effort is because this person is far from the tzaddik. Therefore we see many variations with this. Sometimes we see that a person receives wealth and then he dies from this. And then we see that the wealth gets inherited to his heirs. The wealth remains to his heirs, his inheritors. Um, um, and sometimes he dies through this by the fact that he receives wealth sometimes he loses the wealth we see many different variations as with, with regard to this and this is the way it works like a parable this is like a, a parable when a person wants to lift a very heavy weight and he puts all his strength in order to raise this burden and to raise this lifting because it's very heavy. Sometimes he's able to lift this heavy thing. But because of the great strength that he put within this work to lift up that heavy object, he uprooted and wrenched out his innards until he dies because of this. But yet, nonetheless, it's possible that this heavy lifting that he picked up is still left in his hands. Even though he's dead, he still picked it up. And sometimes because of this, the, the dislocation within him, sometimes also the heavy lifting, um, the, heavy, the heavy thing in which he carried uh, then falls because of... Um, he dislocated something. So we see many different things. Sometimes you're, let's say you, God forbid, die with a sword in your hand. Sometimes you have the sword which is still stuck in your hand. Sometimes you have the sword which falls out of your hand. 
etc., um, etc. Et there's many different variations. Rabbanu is saying the same thing with regard to the mazal and a wealth and how it distributes and what happens after that, etc., etc. So we see that this person dies um, because he lifted this heavy lifting. And we see that the heavy thing that he lifted doesn't even remain by him. Even to his children, even his children don't have it. The same is true of what we mentioned above. Because this person's constellation needs to, this person's mazal needs to make great effort in order to receive this influx from the tzaddik. Because this person is far from the tzaddik. This is why his, his constellation needs to put so much effort to receive what he needs from the tzaddik. From this, there are many variations that can occur. But one who's close to the tzaddik, then this person's constellation doesn't need to do much strength, doesn't need to do much effort, because this person is already close to him. But yet, none, with all of this, nonetheless, considering all that we said, sometimes we see that a person can be close and draw close to the true tzaddik and yet lose all his wealth. Da no, because no, Rabenu explains the reason behind this. That why? Because this person is seeing something very, very lofty and precious. And even though physically he doesn't see it, his constellation sees it. Is brought down that even though you don't see it, your mazal sees it. And because your mazal now sees something very precious and elevated. You are basically, your mazal is throwing off the wealth, throwing off your wealth. Just like one who's carrying um, a heavy piece of nechoshet, uh, of copper. And then now you're seeing gold and all these precious stones and jewels. So you throw whatever you're holding, which is the copper, and now you run and you, you run towards the precious thing. The, um, the same is true of what we're talking about here with regard to wealth. Sometimes why a person loses wealth when he comes close to the true tzaddik is because whenever um, you come close to the true tzaddik and you see yakar mipaz, you see something more precious than fine gold and something more precious than pearls. Then the mazal throws the wealth behind itself. The mazal, like surreptitiously, just throws the wealth because it sees something much greater. All the more so when you merit to feel within yourself, meaning when you are conscious of this, not even that your mazal sees this, but you yourself see it. That attaching yourself to tzaddik is greater and more precious than all the wealth in the world. Then it's certain that you will not Pay attention at all to money and you will not want wealth at all because you will recognize that the true tzaddik and attaching yourself to the tzaddik is greater than all the money in the world combined, etc., etc. There is nothing more precious than this. When there's judgments, God forbid, then the, the trade of judgment would destroy a person. 
But this trait of judgment doesn't have strength to finish a person off completely. God's arrows are consumed, but B'nai Yisrael are not consumed. Meaning that um, we see that the Midrash Adin is present, but it can't consume us completely. As we see, B'nai Yisrael can't be completely consumed. But Rabbeinu explains that a person has the strength to completely finish off his friend, to destroy his friend. We're going to explain how. Therefore, when there's judgments upon a person, on a single man, then another person comes up and opposes him and causes strife against him. Then this trait of judgment departs from this single person. Because they, meaning these judgments, prefer that the revenge be taken from this man who's coming and causing strife. Because he has even greater strength. We're going to see this amazing thing. Because the human being himself can even go further than the Yetzirah, than the Dinim. Therefore, one who's a great Tzadik, and who's constantly paying attention at rectifying the world. Sometimes he'll intentionally argue and cause strife and oppose another another tzaddik in order to remove the trait of judgment that is upon him, the 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 judgments that are upon this other tzaddik. Because they, the dinim, will rely on this tzaddik to cause even greater revenge. Greater vengeance. But afterwards, the tzaddik does this all intentionally in order so that at the end he shall act with mercy and trick the yetzalan, the dinim, into thinking that he's going to cause pain to this other tzaddik. Whereas really on the surface level, at the beginning, he starts doing a little bit of what the yetzalan thinks he's going to do. And then afterwards, he immediately lessens the blow. And then he does not cause suffering to that tzaddik. And this is an explanation of what we see with regard to Pinchas. Pinchas ben Elazar, Pinchas the son of Elazar, etc. He turned away my anger by taking vengeance for my sake, by taking revenge for my sake, etc. That I did not destroy, etc. Ben Israel. Meaning what? Now Rabbanu is going to explain this story of Pinchas. Meaning Pinchas, he turned away the anger of God and he completely removed the trait of judgment from upon Am Yisrael. Why? By assuming the mantle of vengeance to take revenge against them. Therefore the judgments immediately removed themselves. Why? Because they thought that Pinchas, when he was about to go take his sword and go kill, kill people, the, the Yetzirah thought they were, he was going to kill all Am Yisrael and Yetzirah didn't even have that koch to do that. So the Yetzirah left, the Dinim left, the judgments left in order so that Pinchas would finish the job because because Pinchas, because he's a man of free will, he can go even further and do things that even the Yetzirah, the Dinim cannot do. Because the judgments are directly decreed from Hashem. But a person has free will, he can go against God's will. Because this is, because judgments cannot finish off a person completely, cannot destroy someone. Therefore they want a person more to do this vengeance because the person can go further. And I did not destroy B'nai Israel with my vengeance. Because with this we see that the Torah is informing us of the great goodness in which Pinchas 
did, the good thing that Pinchas did in um, taking vengeance for God's sake, and that he enclosed this vengeance, um, he enclosed God's vengeance within him. That in doing this, he did a great thing for Am Yisrael. He did an awesome thing, a very merciful thing. And the reason is because as it finishes off in the end of the verse, this is the reason. That God saying, I did not finish off Ben Israel with my vengeance, with my anger. Meaning with my kinati, with my revenge, with my anger, my zealousness. Meaning with my trait of judgment. I did not finish off Ben Israel. Because the trait of judgment doesn't have the strength to completely finish something off. But a person, when he causes vengeance, and when he's zealous, and when he does this sort of thing, he can actually completely destroy something entirely. God forbid. Therefore, Pinchas did something, an awesome good to Am Yisrael by the mere fact that he enclosed God's um, vengeance um, in doing this uh, revenge to them. Because in doing this, he softened the strength of judgments upon Am Yisrael. Why? Because Pinchas tricked them into thinking that Pinchas would literally make even greater vengeance, would do even greater damage. Because Pinchas is a person who has the strength to, com- to cause vengeance and to do something that can completely finish off, God forbid. As you mentioned above. Therefore, this is what it says in verse, that Pinchas returned my anger, my wrath, that he took back and he, he turned away my wrath, meaning that he removed this trait of judgment. But the truth is that we can see genuinely, Pinchas was, it's certain that he was a great, he was very merciful. And it's certain that afterwards, he completely lightened the judgment from upon them. So we see this amazing stuff. This amazing act that Pinchas did in clothing the judgment of Hashem, convincing basically the dinim and the yetzerah into thinking that he would create um, greater damage to Am Yisrael, and yet actually softening the blow and actually having complete mercy, um, tricking the yetzerah into thinking that, uh, and tricking the yetzerah into leaving, and now there's no more dinim. So, Zat Hashem. Um, we have to be careful because Rabbeinu is telling us that a person has very great strength and this is the power of free will, that there's nothing bigger than this concept of free will, that Hashem created the entire world with the power to choose to do good or to do bad. Because with a person's choice, you can literally decide to completely finish off someone. If a person wants to travel to the tzaddik, for example, and you are discouraging them, you can do even more damage than the yitzhara. The yitzhara can only damage according to what he's given the capability of by God. But a person can go further than that because he has free will. So we have to be very careful not to cause, too much, not to cool people off, God forbid, and um, not to pass the boundaries of what um, we can do. Abizrat Hashem.